0: Welcome to the Trinity Force podcast. Our sponsor is Moxie and Zen. If you head over to moxieandzen.com tforce and use the code tforce, you can get 20% off of your order on premium, high quality, and inexpensive boxers. They're made from bamboo to help wick away the sweat, which leaves you feeling fresh. Also, make sure to check out our Patreon, where we have a multitude of different perks, Anyone that signs up for the $5 tier will receive first dibs on any and all tournaments that we host. We'll send out an early access email so you can be at the front of the line to sign up and get onto the rift. The $10 tier will grant you access to special interviews or podcasts that we do. Additionally, $10 will grant you one replay review per month from the podcaster of your choice. Just download the replay file and send it to us via email or private Discord message. With the replay review, you'll get the insight and expertise that the podcasters bring, which will help you optimize each phase of the game. The $15 tier will unlock one live coaching session per month from the podcaster of your choice. Let us know who you'd like to talk to, and we'll set up a way for you to stream your game to them as a member of the podcast walks you through your game. And finally, the $50 tier we'll grant you a one-time guest spot on the podcast where you will be able to give your input on the show agenda and be live on the podcast with the rest of the Trinity Force crew. The money that we collect from Patreon not only helps keep the lights on, but helps to pay for better equipment and promotional materials. If you have any questions for the crew, shoot us an email at uh, questions at Podcast.com. You can also head over to our website, www.trinityforcenetwork.com. There you can find a link for our Discord, old episodes, and other Trinity Force Network podcasts. You can also visit our subreddit, r slash tforcenetwork, our Twitter, at tforcenetwork, our YouTube page, youtube.com slash c Forest trinityforcepodcast, or on Twitch at twitch.tv slash podcast where we're regularly streaming tournaments, community game nights, other league games the podcasters are playing, and even other games occasionally. Finally, on Tuesday nights, make sure to join us in our Discord at 7.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we will be playing and often streaming on Twitch, Community Game Night, for some fun pre-made games and in-house custom matches. Welcome to the Trinity Force Podcast! Yo, it's that Triforce cast, beaming straight to your home. Grab a beer so we know Pony drinking alone. Send an email, a quick tweet, just pick up the phone. Leave a message at the beep. If you're a creep, watch your tone. Discuss a meta game patch notes, whatever helps your stats most. Obi-pone, Kenobi is your last hope to snatch gold. So grab your headphones and join in the fun. We'll try enforcing some jokes and some cringe-worthy puns. We make Yo, we it can make it together, people. We take it. Trinity Force Podcast. For the second and none, but that's the end of the intro, it's time we'll be Hello everyone and welcome to episode number 821 of the Trinity Forest podcast. I am your host N.A. Eric and tonight it is me and John and we're talking through patch 13.16. And it's going to be great. So uh, yeah, but before we get into the patch, uh, John, how you doing man? Two weeks in a row after you've been off for a couple months, I feel like. Oh, two blessed. weeks in
1: a row, baby. We're back. Um, <laughs> been doing good. Um, still been busy, but... Uh, everything's going good. Um, nice. Playing a little league. Uh, cool. Mostly normals, uh, a Rams arena still. Uh, haven't gotten much, or haven't gotten on the ranked grind really yet. This uh, this book, but once I kind of can find some more more time, I want to start playing more regularly again.
0: Nice. Well, um, yeah. I've been I've been enjoying ranked a little bit because uh, Maokai is uh, earlier today was the second best jungler. Today now is the fourth best jungler of the patch. So I've been having some fun with that. But yeah, um, we should duo then, man. I'll play top lane and be a brick wall, and you can do whatever you want on the rest of the map. Hell
1: yeah, dude. I will <laughs> say. Uh, cool. Okay, um, that's like oh, the one. Ahead. Yeah. The one thing in jungle I feel like I just don't like playing against really. Like it's just like no matter it feels like no matter what I do, like it just he's still gonna do Maokai things, like and there's nothing I can do about yeah. it. Like there is a game nope. I was playing Rengar, and I solo killed this guy in his jungle, like level three, took his red buff, took his Krugs, He goes to his bot side. I kill him again. Take his Gromp. Take his Wolves. And then, like, mid to late game, he's still just an absolute menace, and I can't kill him. Like, I can't... Like, he is the only person I cannot one-shot.
0: Did he go the Demonic Radiant Virtue build? Yeah, he did. Oh.
1: Yeah, Yeah, it was pretty
0: gross. And he does so much damage. I I could not...
1: Like, once he hit, like, level 11, and it was, like, mid to late game, I just couldn't do anything against him. Like... I can't go. I can't kite in the bushes because he just throws the fucking saplings in there and it slows me. Yep. He can just point and click CC me, and I can't kill him. It's so frustrating.
0: Yeah, it is extremely frustrating to play against yeah. it now Kai and 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 Rengar is a, I would think of like. I haven't played against any Rengars as Maokai, but that sounds like a matchup yeah. I would love because yeah, just throw a sap, just constantly throwing sapling. Like, if you're playing Maokai, and if you're not like when you're walking out, of- the only times your E should ever be on cooldown, the sapling, is if you're in gray screen or if you're walking out of base, and that's it. Otherwise, throw saplings and bushes constantly, and that's Rengar's mortal yeah, enemy. It right
1: really there. is. Like it just makes it feels so bad. It truly
0: does. Mm-hmm. And I like to build Maokai unless my team is like hard AP, then I'm going to build him the Leandry's, uh Demonic or last I played him earlier today. I went Liandry's Horizon Focus. Interesting. And those saplings were chunk, chunking people for like half their health because the Horizon Focus proc, like the first damage that's dealt if I'm far enough away, then all the rest of the sapling burn is doing the enhanced damage. That's pretty
1: insane. I didn't realize that.
0: Yeah, so if you like my team was stomping, we had a legendary fizz. Like he was he had twenty five stack Magi at like twelve minutes or you're something. Not, ridiculous. To see it. <laughs> yeah. So I was able to kinda do what I wanted to, but uh yeah. Um yeah, but in in general, that sounds like a fucking fantastic matchup. I hope I get to face some of those. I've usually just been facing like Graves or uh, Shaco. I faced an AD Shaco when I played Maokai, or mm, what else did I face? I played a Jarvan game earlier and faced. Ooh, uh, I don't even remember who I faced. Let me look. Um, let me see. Who was it? It was. Oh, it was a Lilia, and she was garbage. Yeah. Sure. She got the win because they had a Teemo who hard-carried. Like, this guy was very... He's a Teemo one-trick. Uh, and he built... He went PTA. We had an Allowy who went airy, so it was really fucking weird. But um, he built uh, Nasher's Tooth into Liandry's, then Morello and Voidstaff went demonic and then sold his boots for a Gargoyle's. That's interesting. Uh, that's
1: interesting. <laughs> that's
0: interesting. Well, he had 63,000 damage in a, in a... How long was this game? It was 43 okay. minutes, but 63,000.
1: That's pretty... Yeah. yeah.
0: And he was he was the carrier of their team.
1: That's pretty wild. Yeah. The... Uh... What was that? I mean, I feel like Graves is just pretty popular right now. In general.
0: And he's pretty it's good. He's popular, but most people don't know how to pilot yeah. him, so that's why I'm fine facing yeah, him. Yeah, I feel like Malkai's like he's he's not getting touched on this patch, so we don't have to, we don't we're not going to talk about him. But like he Graves, I get uh, he's a forty nine percent win rate, like almost like okay, basically fifty percent win rate with eleven yeah. percent pick rate. that's yeah, pretty, pretty high. high actually, like that's, pretty, that's pretty good.
1: I wonder. Uh, uh, I wonder if Rumble Chumba was like any good right now.
0: So, Rumble, when I locked in Maokai, I saw U.GG tell me that Rumble Jungle was the highest uh, winning jungle on the patch. Okay, this was earlier today, and now it's dropped a bit because I played in the afternoon. I took my lunch break and played some League. Um, but it was at a 54%. Now it's 515 but still... That's pretty like, good. The, For him, yeah. Like what? I look at the Maybe I need list. to get back on that shit. Yeah, is um, He is. To your list of... Let me do all rolls. Jungle and Emerald Plus. Rek'Sai, Kindred, Rammus, Maokai, Ivern, Belveth, Nunu, Skarner, Talon, Udyr in the top 10. And then Rumble's sitting comfortably the 11th. I feel like i never
1: see Udir anymore.
0: Neither do I. No. I think they should revert him to old Udyr, he's honestly.
1: Like, but when you do, I feel like he's just so obnoxious to play against.
0: I don't feel like he's obnoxious. I feel like he, he doesn't does nothing, do anything. He does nothing,
1: but like he'll just be up like, like fifty. He just farms the entire game, and you can't do anything to him. But it doesn't matter because he just doesn't do anything but farming. It's just the weirdest thing to me. I guess I don't know.
0: Like you just win. It's like old news. Yeah, you just new don't jungle. interact with
1: him, and he just and it doesn't like I don't know.
0: So, did you were you playing when Nunu was in his previous form no, or no? I've, you only, only see Nunu seen, in this yeah. form. Okay, so gotcha. So Nunu in his old form, his ult was the same except it didn't give him a shield. Uh his E was slightly different. It was point and click and it had a really high AP ratio and it would slow a bunch. So it was just point and click snowball. Um his passive was totally different. It would like after 5 autos, the next ability was free mana wise. Uh, and then his, what was his old W? Oh, it was, uh, it was. They totally changed his W. So his W didn't used to be a snowball at all. It used to be, blood fury, I think it was called, uh, or blood boil. You would W an ally, or just yourself. And it, but if you W if you W the ally, you and the ally would get the buff, and it would basically increase your attack speed and move speed by a scaling amount based on your ability rank. So that's why Nunu has a world skin because season two, he was the best support. You just W your ADC and he gets like 40% attack speed for like four seconds That's, that's pretty insane. or something. That's, uh... His Q was still the same. It was a consume. And then if you consumed a jungle monster based on which monster it was, it gave you a different buff for a few minutes. So like Krugs would give you like every fifth auto would stun the target. Um, Raptor the big Raptor would give you like a basically an umbral glaive type sweeper I don't remember what red buff or blue buff gave you no I don't remember what the rest of them gave you but like it would give you different buffs depending on what you did so you could stack them all up um but they would eventually wear out anyways old Nunu was the king of killing the enemy's jungle and then leaving and that was kind of all he was good for which is why they reworked him
1: yeah I definitely feel like Udyr.
0: That was the parable I was thinking about. Yeah, that seems to exactly Udyr, like yeah. Udyr. It's,
1: I don't know. Yeah. I mean...
0: I, Unless the Udyrs go, like, lethality, then they fucking take over the game if they oh, know what yeah. they're doing.
1: I remember when it was really good before they nerfed it a couple times.
0: It's absurd. They've barely nerfed it, though. It's just no one plays it anymore, but it's still really fucking good.
1: Okay, well, I'll, t- I'll try it.
0: Like, they barely, like, from, okay, so I guess, I don't know, like, meta shifts around, the the meta shi- oh, meta did shift, however, Udyr's stat, they didn't really nerf AD Udyr very much at all. They nerfed, like, the slow on his R, which wasn't at all, and they nerfed a little bit of the AD ratio on his Q, but it wasn't enough where it's, like, an insane amount. He still one-shots you at two items, or one item, even.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Speaking of one shot, sorry. Then we'll get to the patch. But I saw in community night last night, um, I saw an actual one shot for like the first time in forever. Uh, we had a lethality Caitlin with and so we had Infernal Soul and four Fire Drakes. The other team got the first two and the third one, and then we got four after that. It was like a fifty. It was like a fifty minute um, match, but they. Uh, the, the caitlin player i think it was nd mercenary was playing uh shout out but he autoed a Zareth with a headshot ready and it killed him a hundred percent to zero we didn't have elder he did have collector but uh 100 percent dead one auto it was we were all like what the fuck just happened
1: yeah not played it with enough uh enough ring cars and then
0: but Rengar needs to use like more than one. Like if okay, if you are you saying you one shot people when you jump on them with, with one I've, Q, like not even an I additional have, auto, just one Q. I have Q. definitely
1: like a Xerath or like an ADC. I have one like
0: full Q and power
1: Q, just R and power Q, leap, yep. literally one shots them.
0: Okay, I have not played with enough Rengar, but so that's at no. like
1: you know three items.
0: Two to three items. Sure, this was like at forty minute, forty five minutes into okay. the game. So this this lethality, Caitlyn was full build. Yeah,
1: that's insane though. To just watch like a hundred to zero, somebody like that.
0: Yeah, we had vision in the bush, and Zareth is walking through to try and ward on the other side. Caitlyn walks up, auto's dead.
1: Okay. <laughs> that's a that keeps that.
0: Yep. So. Yeah, But uh, yeah, I guess like I've been good um, trying to get through my first project at work, which is almost done if I can get enough processing power on my computer or deal with the memory issues that I've been having. Um, I'm supposed to be getting a new work computer. Uh, My work's supposed to order one so I can actually get through some of the projects that I have. But um, yeah, League's been going pretty decent. I've been in pretty good form, I think, so...
1: He's
0: yeah. doing his thing, his brand. Brand, Malkai, tech. Brand, support. I just picked it because brand got buffed on this patch, so I thought, why not? And we'll get into it. Uh, it felt pretty decent, but again, I was playing against an Ezreal Smurf, and then our Aurelia rage quit, So, and Kai'Sa was 0-9, and, and then complaining... That even though she was playing poorly, she should be given the kills so that she could get items to get more kills. And I said, Kaisa, you haven't played well enough to earn kills. So why should we, like, why do you deserve them? And she said, like, raging brand support. I don't, that's all I so said. So it to sounds her like too. you had
1: a classic solo queue experience.
0: <laughs> I did have the classic solo queue experience and that game demoted me to plat two and then I decided okay I'm just gonna play Maokai Jungle back up to plat one.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah we'll have to do that at some point yep. Then.
0: Yeah. Yep. Alright, um alright, so let's get into the patch then before I keep going on forever. So There's a decent amount, not very many nerfs, but a decent amount of buffs and one adjustment, they say. Uh, And some system changes as well, and some sweet skins. So the first one is Akali. Uh, Her Q energy cost has been decreased. It was 130 to 70 with ability rank. Now it is 110 to 70. So it's cheaper early, the same once you put five points into it. Additionally, the damage, the base damage has been increased. So no AP or AD ratio changes at all. It The base damage was 40 to 140, now it is 45 to 145. So it's five extra base damage uh, flat across all levels. It's worth bringing up that Akali also recently got, uh, in the last few patches, got a base damage increase by like 10 or something, uh, or maybe another 5 on this Q here. So her Q's been buffed twice in the last few patches here. It seems like they're trying they're over they're pushing her hard to see what solo queue does, and then maybe gonna pull her back a little bit prior to worlds, because we still have about two patches before we're on the worlds patch, two to three. Cause I think worlds is on 13-18 eight, or thirteen nineteen, I'm not super sure. But um, This seems like it's good for solo queue, but pro play Akali is gonna be a menace, because she already can be played where she's at. Matchup specific, but this is a little much, I think. What do you think about this?
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like they're just, it's like one of the strongest things I think she they could both really like. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's
0: just. Because this changes how she interacts with uh, one shot yeah, in the back line yeah. with like two cues. This This definitely allows her to do that uh, at like level five or something. I don't quite know the, the break points, but this enables her to do that. And the energy costs, especially because she gets extra energy yep. when she's in her W. Like she doesn't need extra energy. A good Akali knows how to manage their energy. This is only helping bad Akalis.
1: Yeah. And I
0: think like, I mean, it's just all around good, right? Like
1: she can get, she can get Rome more. She can have less mm-hmm. wave clearing problems early. Um, I mean, yep. I think this is great for solo queue. With yeah. All players, you know, especially ones who have not a player and manage
0: their energy, like you were saying. 100%. And this doesn't really impact late game all that much at all. It's only early game that this is really changing because there's no ratio changes and it's just base up by 5 with the energy cost changes. I don't think this changes her late game at all or mid game. It's just the early game to get her through her weakest point. Which is not the direction I would like them to go. If they were buffing Akali, I would like a increase on the ratios on like her R, or her E, or something. If they if I, if they were going to buff her, that's what I would recommend.
1: Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I mean, it's just makes her laning phase a little easier. I guess not feel as bad, yeah. which is huge for her. I mean, that's. She has some really bad matches, for sure.
0: So. Yeah. I played a game earlier where, when I was playing Jarvan, uh, today I had a, a Kali mid and I camped her against a Zed. And I would think previously she would not get slammed by Zed, but basically he would push her in and not be able to deal with it. But she was able to kind of weather the storm. And then I was able to like turn the tide of that lane. But, yeah. Um, the fact that she's able to match Zed's wave clear was a little ridiculous to me.
1: Yeah, when his is pretty, you know, it's pretty alright, like, early even.
0: Yeah, it's not yeah, amazing, it's, but it's pretty decent. It's
1: okay, but,
0: yeah, I just think
1: it's a little scary. I mean, that's... I... Agreed. Personally, I, at least, um, I don't really mind facing a Akali if I'm playing jungle on the enemy team. Me either. So really doesn't bother me too much, but yeah, maybe we'll see more
0: in Probably will a bit. She already, on this patch, has a 9.4% pick rate. If I look to the previous patch, it was 4.1%. Her win rate is already up 1%, but this is the first day of the patch, so we'll see what happens.
1: I suspect it will go more, a
0: little bit. I suspect it will go down more, actually, because... The pick rate doubled, so pe- like Holly's really hard to play yeah. well. Uh, so people who are playing her don't know how to play her that well. They're going to tank her win rate. Yeah, that's true. That's my thought. So anyways, um, let's move on to Brand. So I played him earlier and it felt decent. So Brand's passive uh, Blaze, so mana restoration on it, not the damage at all. The mana restoration was 20 to 40 based on level, now it is 30 to 50 based on level. They're trying to buff mid lane Brand with this. Additionally, the Q magic damage, Uh, The base damage did not change at all, however, the ratio went up by 10 percentage points, so it's now 65% AP, and the E also went up by 10 percentage points. So, in the provisional notes, this was not as big. I I think the E was uh, only moving up by 5, but they changed it to plus 10. So, both the Q and the E got plus 10%. So, overall, he's getting a plus 20% AP buff, plus some mana restoration. They're trying to put him into a viable mid lane option, as they say in the blurb here. Um, I don't think it's going to be all that, that... There's no way that Brand's going to be played at Worlds or anything. Like They're trying to push it, because he's just so susceptible to things like Azir just shuffling him, or Xerath poking him out, which Xerath's kind of popular now, or... Ari jumping on his face or leblanc poking him out like there's not a ton that he can do however brand should be played i think more by solo key players and other stuff because he's one of the high. he's probably arguably reliably deals the most damage in all games agnostic to what's going on this guy
1: he just deals a fuck ton of damage
0: (laughs) it's insane
1: Yeah, I feel like you always look at the damage.
0: He has a 48% win rate right now. Uh, mid lane is 46. Last patch, mid lane was not a, not enough of a pick rate to really know. And support was at 47. So he's better this patch. I mean, these are straight buffs, so he is better. But he's still not in a great place.
1: Yeah, I feel like he is, uh, like you were saying, he's... I really don't see him that often in ZolaQ, but I feel like he's super good. And, like, he, al- you always look at the post-game lobby, and nine times out of ten, he's got the most damage. I mean, he just does an absurd amount of damage over the course of a, like, just average, really, length game.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I think that uh, he even with support, even when he just has one item, whether it's leandries or if he builds Rylai's first or something, he's still going to do a shitload of damage because his passive is like percent max health. I think if they really wanted to buff Brand and push him further into prominency, they decrease the amount of time it takes to arm his W. So you know, like, the W goes down and it and closes and then it explodes. If they make that so it like they cut the time in half, then I think that would help I feel like a that would lot be lot because the W is maybe, but maybe lower the damage on it. It's it's his it's his bread and butter, and if people dodge it, then he doesn't have that much going on.
1: Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like with him, the move, and I mean, I like I, I have not played like mid lane for him, but for like support brain, I feel like the move is always to just E Q somebody anyway. So like this the above. The is super good for that.
0: I mean, ten percent
1: on the Q is pretty.
0: It's not that. It's not bad And ten percent on the E and the E yeah, is a point and click. Per-
1: that to me is pretty, pretty decent buff. But I don't know. Especially once he has one or two items, like I, it just is going to do so much damage. I mean, it already does so much, yeah. but I guess I understand for mid lane. I don't know. I wish they would bring like wasn't jungle brand a thing?
0: Jungle brand yeah, still I've can do stuff. He just he, he just needs more monster damage, is really yeah. to make him. Like if
1: they're gonna better. do something fun, why don't they do that?
0: Yeah, he's just kind of a shitty version yeah. of Karthus jungle. I guess
1: so. I feel like he's way more fun though than.
0: Way more fun, but what much yeah. worse, considered yeah, you love, worse?
1: Your, your, between those two options, it's like the full combo guy versus I'm going to push Q all game.
0: Yeah. It's like do I want a carpal <laughs> tunnel or do I want to save <laughs> yeah, myself? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well,
1: yeah. Let's see. The next one, Galen, Sounds pretty pretty awesome. The uh, Her passive attacks per headshot has been reduced, so before it was 7 attacks for you to get a headshot, now it's 6. I feel like this is just, it's not super insane, but I feel like it's just nice. I mean, being able to get more headshots off, especially if you're playing the uh, the bushes correctly. I mean, yeah. more head...
0: the headshots hit. Well, so, so here's... Yeah, so I I agree that it could be insane. I don't know how this actually works. So I when I was hearing LS talk about these patch these changes provisionally and this one did go through. Um does so like okay, so if you're in a bush, you obviously get two stacks towards your headshot. Uh instead of being, you know, Three autos and then your headshot arms before, and then the fourth auto shoots the headshot. Now, is it that the third auto consumes the headshot in with it, or does it still take three autos to create the headshot? Like, I don't I know it, which I think one it is. It three is. autos
1: to do the headshot.
0: Okay, that's something I want to test because if it's still three and then it arms, then it's not that big of a deal. And that's which that's how I'm interpreting this. Like it's three it's six autos or three to arm it, as opposed to seven or three in a bush to arm it. Yeah. I hope it's the third one actually goes through with it, because that would be fantastic. Um but I d I don't know. I suspect that in the next couple patches we'll see a little we'll see some more Caitlyn buffs so that she's at worlds. Yeah. yeah, I mean I But yeah but for Oh, I was gonna say for now, like her her win rate has gone up by 05 percent, even though her pick rate has eh, gone up from nine to like fifteen. So her pick rate increased a substantial amount, and her win rate went up. So she's probably about a forty nine percent win rate champion, even though her win rate's about forty eight because of all the people that don't haven't been playing her that picked her up. That's all I was gonna say. Yeah, I
1: mean, I think. I mean, I want to try it first of all, I just play her, but. It's, I mean, it seems pretty nice, but I don't think it's insane. Also, yeah, I just need to. I feel like with stuff like this, for it to really like stick in my brain, I just need to play it and get the feeling of how. Like you were saying, is it on the third auto that you get it, or is it charged up so that you get it on the fourth auto? Because I mean, that make that could make a big difference. And, and um, yeah, I mean, if you have two or three items. That's a good bit extra damage for
0: sure. That makes a huge difference for like support, like Caitlyn too. Like no one plays that anymore, but that makes a huge difference. If you're able to get it on three autos, you stand in the bush, you auto like a minion a couple times, and then you walk up to them, hail yeah. of blades them two autos. You get a headshot down. Like that's a shitload of damage as opposed to three. Autos yeah, through. yeah. The, 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 hail, the
1: hail of blade support Caitlyn is just like nasty.
0: It is. No one plays it anymore, but I still like to play it sometimes. It has... A, support Caitlyn has a 0.1% pick rate in ranked, in, and it is uh, not enough of a sample size. I actually played
1: against one. Played it's against not Support Caitlyn in a normal game the other day. <laughs> oh, we, How'd we it go? Him. I think it was Caitlyn... Uh, <laughs> what was it? I think it was Caitlyn Jin. Yeah I, Why? Don't I don't know man. No wait, it was Draven Kalen is what it was. Yeah, also oh, I think I was playing We played like Jin Maokai, I think, against that. And it was it was it was not bad. Okay, it was not bad at all. Like we we won lane super hard. But yeah. I want to try support Kalen at some point. In a normal game or something.
0: I've played it a decent amount, so I can give you some pointers. <laughs> it's not that there's not that much to know. You you take barrier, you walk up to someone and you three auto them. Once they start to trade on you, you press barrier and then you walk away, basically.
1: Yeah, it sounds super annoying and fun.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you want to know really how to play it folks, go watch the beginning like uh the first couple patches worth of L C K watch Carrier play oh yeah and support and there you yeah, go that's all instructional you need to know. video right there basically yeah. so the,
1: the next change though yeah. echo is getting buff his uh q initial base damage is being increased the slow is increased on it early and then his w base shield value is being increased so the scaling on the q for the initial damage is staying uh the same but they're increasing the uh the damage by 10 at every rank so it was 60 to 120 before now it's 70 to 130
0: um and then this interesting so on the sorry to interrupt on the provisional notes they had this on the return damage they were increasing it by 10 so i wonder why they swapped it to the initial this is I, I mean
1: this is much easier too than the initial yeah um and then the slow on it is going from um, 32 to 60 to 40 to 60. So, I mean, that's pretty nice, honestly.
0: that's So how much of a win rate increase do you think this gave mid lane? Because these are mid lane focused echo buffs. This is not jungle related yeah. at all. How much of a win rate increase do you guess that this w- gave him? I would say one and a half percent, maybe.
1: Maybe one. Like one point two.
0: So so if we're looking at emerald plus, he was last patch at a forty nine point four percent win rate. Now and a two point two percent pick rate. Now he is at a three point seven percent pick rate and fifty two point six. So he went up by three percent. Oh my
1: god, that's insane. Not expect that.
0: Yeah. He is the fifth best mid laner so far on this patch with one yeah. day through.
1: It's pretty well. And then his uh yeah, yeah with his W, the shield strength, um scaling staying the same, but the uh, it was seventy to one fifty before, now it's a hundred to one eighty. I mean Yeah. I that mean That doesn't matter. Yeah, but I would say for yeah, mid lane echo, I mean it's the key is insane. And it's not insane, but I feel like uh, the fact that they changed it to the initial instead of the return is just infinitely easier to get this damage off, like, reliably. Infinitely
0: easier, yes. So,
1: that's always really nice for echo players. The slow is always nice, too, because I feel like that... I mean, doing that makes it easier to hit your W if you're a but, I mean, good echoes are going to just know where they're
0: gonna be i guess but right but also the shield strength i don't think uh, like the q i totally agree with you is big the w i don't think matters at all because i looked on the wiki the shield is so once he enters the area it stuns enemies for 2.25 seconds and gives him a shield for two seconds so if you're getting the stun off this does nothing against enemies at all if you're not getting the stun off then they can trade into it, but the shield's already kind of big. Like we're seeing, it's you know like a uh, hundred level one plus 150 AP. So you're probably gonna have I, I don't know like you're gonna have let's say 40 AP. Uh, oh, let me open the fucking calculator on my computer here. 40 times like 1.5. Uh, oops, 1.5 is like 60. You're gonna have a, like a 160 shield. No one's gonna get through that in two seconds, early and yeah. late. Because you're maxing W last is what you're doing with Echo. So this doesn't really matter. The W change, I don't think, does fuck all. Except maybe in the jungle. But the Q is the big thing here. Agreed. Okay, well, uh, Karma is getting a buff as well. So her AP scaling on her Q is going up as well as the empowered Q, and her R cooldown is decreased. So uh, Karma's Q was, had a 40% AP ratio, now it is up to 50. The base damages are the same. On the empowered Q, it was 60%, now it is 70%. So her Q will do 10% more uh, damage. Well, it won't do 10% more damage. It will have a 10% higher scaling AP ratio. Whether it's empowered or not, and then her R, the mantra was 40 to 34 seconds. Now it is 40 to 31 seconds. So you start to feel this at level six when you get one second off of it. Uh, it's two seconds at level 11 and level 16. It is three seconds off. That being said, you can lower the cooldown by what autoing and then landing abilities on the enemy. I think
1: i know i think it's abilities though. i don't know
0: if it's others or not let me look um uh, i'm looking on her wiki right now so karma's mantra the built the passive cooldown is reduced by five seconds flat for each enemy champion hit by karma's damaging abilities so yeah it's just abilities you're right um This isn't really that big of a deal. The R cooldown, nor is the Q. I think they're like barely buffing Karma a little bit because she's been kind of lackluster for a while. um I mean, this patch so far, she has a 10% pick rate in support with a 49% win rate. Last patch, it was 6.7% pick rate with a 48.7. So she's barely moved. That being said, like her pick rate did jump, so she's probably a little better than this, but. Yeah, they always have to be careful with Karma because she's uh, a pro-play menace up in top lane yes. or in mid lane. She can just stall out yeah. anything.
1: That's the solo lane. I feel like the top lane, you just can't do anything against it.
0: Not at all. No, especially, I mean, depending on the picks. And then uh, LS did say that this they he thought they were being careful, which I I don't necessarily agree because I don't think they care about counter matchups. But Rumble top is becoming very popular, and Karma is one of the counters or the people that can stave off Rumble's aggression. I don't think that's why they're buffing Karma, but it definitely does help to have a Rumble counter getting buffed up in top. Yeah.
1: Lane. Yeah, because that uh, he was definitely pretty impressive top lane for a lot of matchups.
0: Yeah, he definitely is. So, yeah. Um, okay, next one. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> do you want to give a? Yeah, you want to go, th- go through the, Lucian? Uh,
1: passive on hit damage is increased. So on his lightslinger, the bonus magic damage on hit is going from ten to fifteen. Um, scaling still at fifteen percent. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like I agree with this. Like, I think this is a. I think he was weak, for sure. Uh, and I think this is a decent way to do it without making solo lane Lucian OP.
0: Yeah, because this doesn't impact... Uh, it's hardly at all impacts um, solo lane Lucian.
1: Yeah, so I think this is I think this is a good buff.
0: Agreed. Not yeah. much more to say on Lucian. I mean, his win rate did jump up a bit in bot lane, but from like 48.8 to 50.54. But I think that's also due to the Nami buff's last patch and maybe just the meta changing a little bit more in Lucian's favor. Plus, the Lulu buff, which we will talk about right now. Good segue, Eric. Thank you. Eric. <laughs> um, so, Lulu's health growth went up by 4. Whatever. Uh, her Q... Uh, the base damage did not change, but the AP ratio increased from 40% AP to 50% AP. And then the E help picks the magic damage. Uh, Base damage did not change either, but her AP ratio went up from 40% to 50%. So they're increasing her AP ratios and giving her a touch more health. This is probably more of a buff to if you're playing Lulu in top or in mid, but this does help support Lulu as well. Um you just don't I don't know I don't see Lulu all that much right now cuz they took away her they took away Lucian, they took away like is barely played, uh Vayne is barely played, like the champions that she pairs well with are not played all that well, all that much. So um yeah, but this does help Lulu give a little bit more Uh, get a little bit more stats. And I think Riot's pushing her a bit more to see where these will land in anticipation to probably pull them back a little bit before Worlds. Because if Lulu's at least semi-viable, she will be played constantly at Worlds. Um, So if I look at win rates as well, she right now in support has a 47.7% win rate after the buffs. Before it was 4727 so she went up by... 0.5%. If I'm looking in mid lane, not enough sample size to really matter. Nor with top, if I go back one patch, not enough sample size to really matter either. So I can't really make a definitive judgment, but this is kind of placebo-ish.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I I thought she was I think just buff in general probably okay for her because she was pretty weak and there was just a lot better picks that really kinda outshined her. Like you were saying, like unless she's Kogma is like currently I guess for the purposes of Pro, like there's just way better options. So same with Vayne.
0: That being said, there are some teams that play Kogma in pro. Yeah. Like G two plays Kogma. There's some some Chinese teams that play Kogma, some
1: Yeah. I think I don't know. Especially in solo queue, though, I feel like like you were saying, I'd never see her anymore. And uh I'm happy yeah, that it's not. way, I mean, I, trust me, I don't like playing against it. Like playing against Lulu as yeah. Rengar sucks.
0: <laughs> as your mid jump, she polymorphs and stops yeah. all the damage. She, I'm sure.
1: And then the shield is just she gets his insane. And the yeah.
0: R that knocks back your yep. your leap and then again. You just can't yeah. Kill them.
1: yeah love it the uh yep The other thing that can be annoying too on her is the e like if she e's you if you're in a bush gives her the gives you the team vision
0: so it's like yeah and the semi-guaranteed yeah, q hit yeah. as well
1: but well, i mean i'm okay with it but i don't know she she did probably feel weak i would say
0: I mean, I've not played her much. She yeah. needed some nerf. She needed some buffs, buffs. yeah. So yeah, she I definitely think
1: that she's probably um, doing this, just throwing these buffs out there and seeing what happens with it, and then
0: tune back as yep.
1: needed for pro.
0: Exactly, because they they do say in the blurb that uh, since her pro play in nerfs back in thirteen twelve, Lulu's had some trouble and they're hesitant to give power that will make her stronger in hyper-coordinated play, i.e. pro play. Uh, but they do want to give her back some power that will give some give some power back in solo queue. They expect these buffs will do the trick, um, assuming she's able to earn the gold to buy the power. Because like we said, she it's AP ratio only, and she doesn't get a ton of AP in her builds, especially in pro play when she's getting ardent plus... Maybe one other item, or you know, Charellia's plus part of Ardent, especially if supports by a shitload of control wards, like they do in pro play. So, yeah. Um, but I guess let's just uh, move on for sake of time. John, yes. do you want to go over uh, his
1: E damage tick rate is increased and his minion execute threshold is decreased. So on his E, the tick rate. Uh, was zero point five, and now it's zero point two five. And minion execute threshold is going from fifteen to forty five volt scaling with level to ten to thirty. So just a quality of life, I guess, to make it easier to, I guess, with the t- the tick rate combined with the tick rate and then the damage, it'll just you're just gonna more reliably last hit with the V, really.
0: Yeah, and this is the one change that's listed as an adjustment, and I'd probably agree with this. I'll, additionally, his win rate basically hasn't changed, even and his pick rate hasn't changed. So, this is probably a net yeah. adjustment. I did play against the Mals earlier, but I didn't feel like it was any different than yeah, normal. Yeah, I think this
1: is like textbook what yeah. when they put adjustment, it should be something like this because it's. I think they Agreed. did a good job of targeting it to do what it was they were intending to do without it messing up anything else to do with the z yep
0: 100 percent. i also (laughs) did not know before today that he had a minion execute on really i had no idea
1: i feel like that was just like one of the most annoying things to me about because he just i mean it's just so easy to farm with him
0: I think maybe they should make it so that his execute threshold is increased. But if he executes with his E rather than like another ability or an auto, then he gets half the gold. To incentivize you to actually farm rather than just, you know, throwing down E and then Q and walking away.
1: Yeah, I feel like as is, yeah, you can just kind of push E, push all your buttons and then just walk away. Yeah.
0: Walk away, yeah. Unless you're playing against an Aesol, who can absorb your absorb your minions with his W and or his E and get free Stardust off of you,
1: yeah, that's
0: yeah, that's
1: no fun for for Mazar.
0: Nope, but uh, let's go over Melio next. So Melio's Q damage has been increased. So the way they did it was. Uh, oh, as well as his E base shield strength increase. So the E base shield, this one's more simple. It's just up by uh, five by five per rank, except for rank one. So at max, it is the base is up by twenty. So it's sixty to one sixty as opposed to sixty to one forty, and the AP ratio went up by five percent. Milio is still not getting much AP, so this doesn't matter all that much. Um, but also his Q Ultra Mega Fire Kick, which is such a great name for an ability. Uh, the the base damage is down early, so it was 90 to 270, but it is up later, so now it's 80 to 340. So 70 more at rank 5, and the AP ratio went up from 90% to 120%. So if you're putting points in Q, you're going to get rewarded for this. However, Milio does not put points in queue. He one he puts one point in it, and he probably by the time the game ends, he never has a second point in queue, because he's not gonna get to level fourteen in most any game. So this is the queue is more of a placebo unless you're trying to play like mid or top lane Melio. Like maybe there's a world where mid lane Melio Bruiser, like how Ivern kind of works in mid, can work, but uh, or Soraka or something. Um, The E will be felt, though, because that is his first max. Uh, I mean, he puts some extra points into W and then maxes E, ideally. But you will feel the E buffs. You probably won't feel the Q buffs hardly at all, though. I don't know. This this is more related to after they nerfed him to decrease him from being first picked at pro play... Now pro play is not playing on thirteen sixteen, so they can toy around with these buffs, and he's kind of shit in solo queue relative to how good he is in pro play. So we'll see if this actually manifests into anything that makes it into worlds. But I imagine he'll probably get nerfed on thirteen eighteen or thirteen nineteen. Yeah, I this. think
1: that. Uh, I don't know. He. I think this is just uh, like you were saying, getting back in in pro because he was in solo queue at least. Like, he was not performing, I don't think, well. So, I think he needed some buffs, but I think that's an interesting way to do it.
0: Yeah. Okay, so the next one we have is Nafiri. So, Nafiri's base armor, AD, and attack speed are decreased. So, she's been stronger than they thought. Uh, and that they wanted her to be, so she, they're decreasing her armor by 2. Her base AD is down by 2, and her base attack speed is down by 0.5 effectively. Um, this does nothing. I, a Nefiri's not attacking all that fast at all. Her base AD is not a big deal, because she's doing lethality and bonus AD. Her base armor is fucking whatever, because she's mostly facing mi- mages in mid. This is nothing, in my opinion. Yeah. Honestly, I think this
1: does... Bear, like. Also, I'm just—I don't understand, uh, like, what the decision was, like, going from point six eight eight to point six six three.
0: Like, I have no idea. Why don't they just round it off at like point six six or point six in general? Like, I
1: just—I don't know. I was just curious because I wonder what, like, led them to. You know what? We should decrease it by exactly this. But as far as the armor, like you were saying, like does nothing. Like, and then two less AD when she's yeah getting he is like very little. I think damage,
0: especially because like we uh, Nefiri who, people who know how to play Nefiri know the the thresholds at which she can auto the minions after they've been hit by the turret because she's getting pushed in a lot of the times in early matchups and then she can kill them at the turret so maybe this means you have to hit it once before the turret hits the range creep and then you hit it again maybe not i don't quite know uh, they're saying this is more top lane focus, but i don't know about you but i have not seen a single top lane nefiri i've seen it in
1: normal games a few times but
0: she is on the stronger side and it's but she should be at a 51% plus win rate given how simple her kit is that's how she should be so I don't think she needs any nerfs you just play around her shit
1: yeah I mean I think that I mean when she gets out of hand though it's it was definitely pretty insane I like heard I was saying like W like E one shot people
0: So, since you play jungle, I'll let you in and the rest of the people in on a secret that I figured out last night against Nefiri. If someone picks it, just pick Poppy Jungle, because I didn't realize this, but her W is not unstoppable. So as she's jumping onto one of your carries, you just walk in front and press W, it stops the dogs jumping, and it stops her jumping. That's pretty insane. Yeah, so like she just couldn't do anything. She bought a Edge of Night, and then I would just smite her before she's about to jump, and then, uh, then press my W. Like it, it, she can't do anything against that. So if you're also, she has a fifty percent ban rate, Jesus Christ, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, if you're playing against, if someone picks Nefiri, just pick Poppy somewhere in the team comp. This Poppy absolutely destroys Nefiri. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's I want to try that. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, like. Oh. Yeah, I mean, even like because her W is not unstoppable, you can do so many other things. You can Alistair W her, although she's really fast when she's doing it. You can throw a singed puddle down. You can play Cassiopeia into it. I imagine Cass actually destroys Nefiri mid, is my guess. Um, uh, not what I'm seeing in the matchups here. Oh, wait, that's in top. Uh, mid. Nope, not seeing that in one of the counters. But, like, just. Her W is not unstoppable. If when she's charging it or when she's mid-dash, you can stop it. Just use some CC to stop her. Yeah. So. Or block, block her. Okay. Uh, yeah, block her in some way, exactly. Save her from the carries. So the next one uh, is Nidalee. Her E AD scaling. So when she's in cougar form, her E, the swipe, the... It's getting a bonus AD ratio, so before it didn't have anything AD related at all. Now it has a plus 40% bonus AD ratio. They're looking to slightly buff AD Nidalee, but not give her that much power and make her be disgusting with her E-Swipe. I think this does really nothing because hardly anyone's good enough to play Nidalee where she, uh, to the level that she should be played. And those people that are are still going to play her AP, not AD. She's just not good enough to play AD Nidalee at anywhere, I don't think. She needs more buffs yeah, if they're going to push her that way. AD
1: Nidalee is actually just good right now, like, objectively, too, compared to the AD.
0: It is. Yeah, she. I mean, in Emerald Plus, she has almost a 9% pick rate. So, let's say about 8% of that 9%. So, like, 90% of those people can't play Nidalee well at all. And she still has a 50% Even, win. Even, like,
1: rate. I, before as the, uh, like, she was getting popular and was pretty good. And, like, high pick rate. Like I'd never played her. and just had, like, played her a couple times in normal games in the last few weeks. And, like, I mean, she feels pretty pretty insane, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I think she's she's pretty decent if you can play her well. Just yeah. a lot of people can't, so they should. not Spears
1: are, are tough, yeah.
0: Important. And your double and the W placement, yeah. especially in the jungle, throwing down those those traps are super yeah. important. The bushwhacks. Yeah. Uh, next one is Rexai. Yeah, Do you sure. want to cover the, that for me, John? Uh, Rexai's
1: Q damage has been adjusted. So they um, it used to be bonus physical damage. And, uh, plus 50% of your bonus AD. And now they're changing it to just percent of your total AD. So now it's 34, scaling to 50% of your total AD. Um, and so basically in a little blurb about it, they, uh, it's a nerf. The change is a nerf to the damage until, uh, Eye reaches level 13. And then at level 13, it becomes a buff. And then... Partly, the other reason was it gives you more, uh, like it makes it say so you're wanting to finish maxing Q, uh, rather than doing your E.
0: I guess, putting more points in your E. Rather than w maxing rather, W, because yeah. your E is, oh... So I'm looking on the stats, I'm looking on U.GG right now, and apparently it is, you know, in order Q, W, E, but then maxing Q, then E, then W. I'm surprised that they need to incentivize people maxing Q second, because I figured that would have been the second max. Yeah, I, I'm like, I think, yeah,
1: I think, either E or Q, I guess, max, but
0: I think... I never play Rek'Sai though, so yeah, I don't have don't that do much it. To add I don't really
1: like A little bit, but not.
0: I don't even play her in ARAM because I just I, I can't deal with the not being able to see around. <laughs> yeah. like, it's just something that I'm not interested in trying yeah. to learn how to deal with. Yeah, I kind of
1: feel the same way. I just don't enjoy it that much. But Agreed. Right up your alley though is Shaco.
0: He is. So I guess I'll go through it then. So uh, Shaco, or as I say, Shaco, um, is getting nerfed here. So his base mana regen is down from 7.15 to 6. And then the W, the traps, the jack in the box, the mana cost was 50 to 70 depending on ability rank. Now it is 70 at all ranks. So This is a straight up nerf. It's mostly a, support, uh, a nerf to uh, support Shaco. That's what they're targeting here jungle this doesn't really matter very much at all um i mean it's still it does hurt ap shaco a little bit in the jungle but it's still not that big of a deal support shaco is going to hurt from this though because jungle doesn't have to deal with mana issues generally and support does so that's why they're targeting this i mean support shaco's win rate went down from 40 from 52 to 49.2 and the pick rate stayed Actually, it increased slightly. In jungle, uh, the win rate has slightly gone up. So it's, I mean, basically the same given the the sample size. So, yeah, in jungle, he's unaffected. Especially if you're going AD. Uh, if you're going AP, it's slightly worse. If you're going support Shaco, it is significantly worse. Yeah, I Yeah. Before I to add, I
1: mean, I think that's that's spot on.
0: Cool. Okay, well, uh, Shivana's next. I'm so glad to see this nerf, because I played against it once in top, and it was pure <laughs> cancer. So the W AOE and on-hit damage has been decreased, so while the W, the burnout, is going, her the, the DPS around that, like the flames when they hit you was 20 to 70. Now it's 20 to 60 and the bonus AD went down. It was 30%. Now it's 20% bonus AD. The on hit damage was five to 17.5 plus 7.5% bonus AD. Now it is five to 13 plus 5% bonus AD. So they're taking away AD. Uh, they're hurting AD, bruiser-style Shivana which I think is really good because at her current form, she could absolutely be a pocket pick at Worlds. Given how simplistic her kit is, if that's the case, then she's disgusting in solo queue. AD Shivana's nuts in solo queue, whenever you face it. You don't face it very much, but well, at least I don't see it at all, hardly, but the one time I did, it was disgusting.
1: Yeah, I mean, considering how um like with her w too it's just that's the easiest part of her kid to just you just if you're already like strong enough to be able to be in w range like you're not going to walk up to someone with your w on unless you're like strong enough to fight them really you know what i mean so like i definitely think that this was a good way to do it because that was just the easiest part of her kid to execute i mean you just push w and walk at them you know,
0: so... yep,
1: I think that's okay,
0: but... I've not played AD. That, plus if you're hitting... Plus if you hit a the E on them, even if it's not empowered, or the non-empowered one, you're doing uh, percent bonus uh, health as magic damage. So if you're building this on-hit AD, like Triforce or Iceborne into Bork or something, then you're doing extra percent health magic damage like how do you build against that you basically just have to build raw health in order to deal with the amount of hybrid damage coming out of this dragon. yeah
1: I'll have to, i that sounds pretty fun to play the frostfire board i have not tried sure
0: that yeah i mean it works it i've been i've played it a couple times in the jungle over the last like year or so and it it works i'm not great at it i also don't love playing it it's kind of boring for me but when i played it against when i played against it in top uh I played Scion and it was kind of miserable. Not that she could kill me, but I couldn't do anything. Like, she can out push me and she can out fight me, so I wait for her to push the wave and then I kill the wave and stand under my turret and wait for the next one.
1: Yeah. I and feel like it. the very ham shavana that I've enjoyed playing the most is just full AP, Night Harvester.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: Rabadons, Dark Seal.
0: And that's the most popular, and. That's the most popular, and I think that's what's pulling her win rate down. Because she has a sub-49% win rate, slightly. And I think if you were to build her AD entirely, then it's uh, then it's a lot stronger. But I, I don't know. I could be speaking I completely could, I, out of my I ass. Want try
1: I want to try it. I imagine what, Force And then, oh yeah, this is saying it's Trinforce Sterics. That sounds...
0: Yeah, try Sterics, and then you could build a Bork if it's like a health scaling tank, like Chogath or Scion. You could build, uh, and you could skip Sterics and go to Titanic, and then build Sterics afterwards or something. Like you're basically building like a like a health on hit AD type okay. style. That sounds
1: interesting. I kind of like want to try that, but yeah, I think it's a good nerf.
0: I that <laughs> sounds awful. I I think it's a good nerf too. I'm glad about it. Uh, do you want to take me, well I guess I was going to ask you to take us through Silas, but there's one change, his base mana is going from 310 to 400, he gets 90 extra base mana, so he gets like 1 to 2 extra spell casts in as as Silas yeah. lane. I mean it helps bad Silases. it doesn't help good Silases.
1: yeah, I think yeah because I already managing their mana well
0: yep so, that's it um, you want to take us through Tristana then, because there is a change to Target Dummy, but that doesn't affect some that doesn't affect rank at all or so, Summoner yeah, draft at all.
1: Tristana, her base armor and armor growth is being increased, and her base health and magic resistance is being decreased. Um, so I think this is more targeted at it, Tristana, probably, because I know that's been. Popular, uh pretty popular. yeah, uh, especially in definitely. Pro play. Um, but especially
0: um, in pro play. yeah, her base yeah.
1: armor is going from twenty six to thirty. Her armor growth is going from four point two to four point five. And her base magic resistance thirty to twenty eight, and base health six seventy to six forty. Uh, I feel like it's pretty small nerf. I would say, but I don't know. Mid Tristana is pretty good, I will say, and it's a good like. It it's pretty rough to play against in lane. So I understand, but I don't know. I don't. I really. They say that it'll largely affect bot lane Tristana, but I don't know. It's hard to say, really. Maybe the base armor.
0: yeah i'm looking at who has like base armor levels uh on the wiki right now and so she has the same base armor now as like talon and vi and yasuo and yone draven has one less i think she might have the highest for an adc from what i'm seeing um yeah it seems like she definitely has the highest among adcs that being said like uh, let me look. I'll control F on the page here. is really? 27. Okay. Draven is 29. Quinn is 28. Senna is 28. Caitlyn, 27 as well. Lucian, yeah, 28. Kaisa, 28. Draven, 29. Um, then it gets lower, like Akshan, Ash, Jinx, Kale, Samira, Sivir. All at twenty-six, Zaya's down at twenty-five, Ezreal's at twenty-four. Ezreal has less armor That's than Yumi. Wild. As does Jin as does Jin and Callista and Kogma. Zary's at twenty-four as well. Who's the lowest? Okay, if there's four champions that have eighteen armor at base. Can you guess any of them?
1: <laughs> so it can't be Yumi.
0: Oh it is not Yumi, no.
1: Is it Millia?
0: No. Melio has. Ah. Uh, 8. Uh, I know you Melio has 26. Okay. Melio has 26. Dude, I have. 18. I'll give you a hint. They're all okay. mid laners. Uh, or potential mid laners, I guess. No. Azir is somewhere higher. I'll look. Azir has yeah. 22, so um, he's pretty low.
1: Is it
0: Akshan? I'll give you two more guesses for the sake of time. No, Akshan is 26, okay. I think. 26, well, what's yeah. What's
1: the hint?
0: Uh, One more. Let's see. The hint, I guess, that they're all mages, and they can be played in bot lane. They all... Syndra? Also, uh, no, not Syndra. Let me see. What is Syndra's base armor? Sindra's a 25, so it is uh, Talia. Damn. At eighteen, Vigar at eighteen, Malzahar at eighteen, and Cassiopeia yeah, I did not 18. realize her Cassiopeia. MR with LO. Malz makes sense to me yeah, because I'm he has the shield. Yeah, I Also, Talia yeah. because she's a jungler. Yeah. Like she's a jungle or mid or some or bot or you know whatever, but like eighteen armor. Yeah, that's it's, awful. It's not <laughs> Almost yeah. So, yeah, I agree. This isn't like that much of a Tristana nerf, but it's mostly like a pro play. So they're trying to take her out because she's been able to be blind picked and be one on the blue side. One uh, first pick and been very good. So I think yeah, this is a good nerf great. for Tristana. Uh, next one is one of your favorite junglers yeah, when he's strong. Do you Wukong. want to take us through Wukong?
1: So his mana region growth has been increased. His Q mana cost decreased, And his W decrease um so yeah it's mana regen group 0. 0.65 to 0. 0.8 the q mana cost 40 to 20 that's that's pretty nice the w is 80 is going from 80 to 140 to 60 to 40 um yeah i mean i think that he has been struggling a little bit in solo queue since those, nerfs.
0: A little bit. His win rate last uh, patch was forty seven. Okay. Now it's he's 45. non-existent. He's now in jungle specifically. In
1: jungle. Pretty much. Like I've not played him at all because it's just feels really bad. But.
0: The only time I play him is in arena because yeah, he feels just, very good in arena. But outside, that's just because of his ultimate. That's the only yeah. reason.
1: And I mean, even currently on this patch, he's really not. I mean, the sample size isn't huge, but uh, he's still not. He's like one of the worst junglers. He's uh he's, yeah, <laughs> he's down he's there with like Teemo, the jungle.
0: Kiana is probably maybe yeah. better than him kiana's still worse but, okay
1: um yeah so i guess this is nice um
0: this doesn't do anything for jungle wukong though because like we said earlier when we were talking about shako jungle doesn't yet. deal with mana issues unless you're standing in lane forever or the enemy base in which case you walk into the jungle for 10 seconds and you get back a quarter of your mana. yeah you i think this is more top lane, so It's 100% top or mid, or if you're playing Senna, Wukong, in bot lane. But, like, there's. He just needs love in general, or perhaps the meta is not Wukong centric. I think it could be good. I think he could be very good in pro play if they give him a couple more buffs for worlds, but I also don't want to see, like, Wukong become the default blind pick.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, this is definitely nice for. I feel like his mana costs were pretty. Pretty high before because for Lame Wukong at least, because you were
0: I mean you had Especially his W, you never wanted yeah, to use it. It was eighty like mana. You had to.
1: Uh, if you waste it, it feels incredibly bad to waste his W. And also like if you're yeah doing his full like trading pattern and using all your abilities. I mean the full rotation of your abilities is costing a good bit. So you got to do it right, or you're just not going to be able to do much in line. So yeah, that, I mean, it's definitely super nice for top yeah, or mid, but yeah, like you were saying for jungle wukong, like really just for, it just, it would didn't even matter, it really doesn't matter, the, the mana.
0: Doesn't matter at all. But, but yeah. Yeah. Um. So that's the end of the champions. Now we have a few item changes and then some arena changes, but we're not going to read through the arenas. You can read through those on your own. Uh, So as far as items, Axiom Arc is getting buffed. So the ultimate cooldown refunded was 5% plus 40% lethality. Now it is 10% plus 40% lethality. Uh, I'll just run through these items because there's not that many changes. Then we'll just talk about what we think is significant. Uh, Duskblade, the cooldown on the active when you become untargetable was 10 seconds. Now it is 30. Additionally, the missing health damage uh, that's on your abilities was 20%. Now it is 18%. Uh, Prowler's Claw, the cooldown on the being able to get the additional damage on your auto was 10 seconds. Now it is 5. And the damage also went up. It was 85 for melee 65 per range. Um, now it is 85 for melee, 65 per range. Okay, so then the the ratios went up. So it was 45 percent, or plus 45 for being melee. Oh, plus 45 percent bonus AD for being melee, melee, and then 30 percent bonus AD for being range. Now it is 55 percent bonus AD for being melee and 35 percent bonus range. So it's 5 percent bonus AD ratio on the Prowler's Claw if you're ranged, plus 10% if you're melee. Um, we'll come back to that because I'm sure as a Graves player you're loving that oh, one. Um, Serpent's Fang is getting plus 3 lethality. That's it. It's still a situational item. And then Umbral Glaive is getting plus 3 lethality as well. Uh, cool. So what do you want to talk about with these items here? What stands out um, to you? I feel like Duskblade Blade
1: is pretty cooldown is pretty significant i don't know prowler's ball is probably the biggest i, I would say uh
0: oh um, yeah for sure you're definitely building. were you building that on i have i feel like
1: it's situational though i feel like i would build it in games where the enemy team is is squishy but also uh they have like a lot of mobility so like ari or uh Just stuff like that, Ezreal. I feel like it's pretty good against. Okay.
0: I don't know. I. So. I feel like it's a must-buy on Rengar now, from what I'm reading about this.
1: Yeah, I'll definitely consider it more
0: because I really do like the the
1: passive on Prowler's Claw for him too. Um, with the slow, and then I mean the damage is just. Does
0: Prowler's Claw have a slow? Really? I'm gonna look for yeah, the i look at the wiki I so and see what it is right now. Uh, passive. Let's see, Prowlers Claw. Oh damn, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I feel like wouldn't you wanna in gen gener- I mean de- game dependent, but if you're going Assassin Wise for Rengar specifically, aren't you gonna go like uh Essence Reaver Prowlers Claw? Uh
1: I don't I've been running I still run Duskblade a I've not played on the, I haven't First, played on this patch okay. yet, but uh, sure. if I'm, like, hard snowballing sometimes and I kind of want to be everywhere, I'll do Yomu's. Um, I guess the thing that I really internally, like, struggle with from uh, like, choice, I guess, of second item, like, whether to go Prowlers or Essence, like, Essence just feels, like, a I've played, yeah, it's just so better, good on them, yeah. even with the nurse. And then, just personally for me, I've uh, I'm just so used to the damage on uh, like my yeah. damage calculation is just a lot better. I would say with that item just because I've used it a lot more. Um, and then once I hit, you hit three so, items, like and you get like LDR or something like that, or even if they're super squishy too. I mean, I've gone collector actually.
0: A decent bit
1: on him when I'm ahead, and it—I mean, it feels pretty good. But definitely consider.
0: So here's a here's a question then. As I don't play Rengar, so I played him once in an ARM game early uh, like last week, and it was awful. You can ask the people I was playing <laughs> with. I don't remember who, what game, who it was I was playing with, but you can look at my mattress here and ask. It was awful. Um, why? Uh, why not go? Why go Dustblade first? Like, I get that it's a mythic, right? I get that you get the mythic passive and things like that when you build additional legendaries, but I'm feeling like I I understand. Essence Reefer is a must buy on him. Yeah. Totally understand that. Um, Prowler's Claw feels. Why not just go, like, Essence into Prowler's Claw? Uh, Um. uh, uh, I guess the.
1: I would say for. Typically in your when you're getting dust blade. like yes i guess uh essence Reaver is cheaper um but i don't know I, I guess just going off of strictly off of feel i guess the i don't know essence Reaver just doesn't feel good to rush i guess in my opinion i have not ru- i like going it pretty okay, much so strictly as a second item but i go at second item almost every game on him
0: is there a world where you go sheen into duskblade into prowler's claw then
1: maybe i or mean no.
0: I... or like 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 not necessarily like sheen before a uh, an, not necessarily sheen before a serrated dirk right but like throw a sheen in there and then go to Prowler's Claw. Does that over? Does it in any world take over the priority over Essence Reaver for building or not? I, really I don't you?
1: think so, but I okay. I would almost. I feel like now, like Yomu's with Prowlers would be really good in my eyes for Ringar. I think that would be a sure. really good build path, and then you could even go into like you could do Essence Reaver or you could do. Like, maybe even Axiom Mark would. Like, I'd never build that on him, but, like, if I'm going straight lethality against a full squishy team, like, I don't know. I would be willing to try it for sure. I mean, 10% ultimate cooldown now, so. Before before lethality. And then also, um, I mean, you're building a lot of ability based on Ringard anyway. And I guess to kind of go more into about the Duskblade, like, I feel like the 20 ability haste on Duskblade, and then you're getting more ability haste and move speed for your Mythic passive is just super nice for him. Like, it just feels good. Um, I don't know, and I feel like the...
0: Yeah, Rengar's R cooldown is pretty high, actually, now that I'm looking for what it does it's one ten to ninety. What, like it goes down by ten. I was just looking at it. So that actually axiomark makes sense to me. If you want to, that being said, you need to get like two to three takedowns in a fight for it to be yeah. worth it.
1: And I guess it could be you know, like even if you just go and get one pick in the sideline. I mean, that's like I mean ten percent of your cooldown is. It's pretty nice. I mean, that's that's not bad at all. Like for like you're saying, it's pretty high. Uh,
0: cool
1: down like your space yeah so
0: Yep. as a true bow as a true bouse believer i bil- pick it up when oh, i oh, play yeah. lethality scion but that's far and few between because i tank scion is infinitely better in general and it's a lot more fun yeah. for me to play personally because i'm a i'm you can you can ask anyone that i play with i love the the satisfaction of the heart steel clink that's just too it's too nice I can't not big, build a beefy scion. Yep, or just any change like in Aram. I'm building it about seventy <laughs> percent. He is a, a true hard steel believer. <laughs> it I
1: is. Have. I will say it is a very. Sa- they did a great job on anim- like the sound animation for that. It it just is very satisfying. I will say.
0: It, if you're willing to die for hard steel procs too, God, it like it's, it <laughs> it's so for the hard too yep
1: but yeah yep. i mean how do you feel about so. i guess what uh i mean prowler's claws
0: yeah what changes stand out to me prowler's claws seems like it's the biggest one i totally agree with you and i think that yeah there's specific champions that i think it really benefits like rengar is definitely one that i think it benefits um there's very few champions that can use it on a five second cooldown though that have like some sort of a a jump or a dash or something like that uh like, I'm trying to think. Um, like, Shaco can't do it that fast because his Q is longer than the cooldown, even when you have a shitload of ability haste. Um, Christ, who has... I was thinking about, like, champions that has have the dash cooldown, but, like, Silas and GP... Or, not GP. Silas and Gragas come to mind for me, but they don't build lethality at all. They don't have any incentive uh, to so That doesn't make any sense for me, for them. Talon, yes, but how often is he jumping more than once every 10 seconds to then engage on somebody, right? Like he's using his Q on someone totally get it. Or he's using his E into Q in which case he's using two abilities to get one proc. But how often is he like queuing on someone and then Eing and then autoing someone else within a five second span yeah, before yeah. ability haze? I felt like it's just not practical. It's just not. Like maybe Katarina, if she wants to do it, that could make some sense. But Kat doesn't want to build that. If she's going AD, she wants to go yeah. like Sunderer and Wits End and like Ravenous Hydra or yeah. something like that. I just don't see very many champions where the cooldown being at five seconds is practical to be used over where it was at ten seconds. Maybe, uh, maybe Keon? Oh.
1: Um.
0: Yeah, that could be good on Kiana for sure. Um, She's just kind of shit right now. She just needs buffs. And I imagine she'll get some pretty substantial buffs post Worlds because even with some small buffs, she takes over the jungle in Worlds like we've seen it a few times. So post then she'll get some stuff. But like, I don't know. I'm scrolling through. I mean, if you want to build like Lethality Fiora, she could use this. I wouldn't recommend it. There's maybe a world where Graves builds bruiser and builds Prowler's Claw and he could use this. Yeah. Sounds fun. Um I'm just looking at like different champions that would maybe want it. Uh you know what? Lethality Callista. I could yeah. That could be some that could be something. Kane as blue oh, Kane yeah. could use this totally. Yeah,
1: that's um, like a good example, I
0: think. I mean, yeah. Or Nefiri has a pretty low cooldown on her E late game, so that could work for her. Uh, Neela, sometimes some Neelas build Lethality, they could do that. Pike doesn't, his E's long enough cooldown. So same with Neela, actually. Those don't change all that much. Um, Pantheon doesn't change enough. Quinn doesn't change enough. I'm just looking like Renekton's E is long enough. He doesn't want it. Uh Samira's long enough as well. There's just not many champions that have a dash on a less than five second cooldown that have bonus age ratios. It is a pretty care. like specific thing. I guess. Very just, specific. Like, remember
1: that current, like the last iteration of Prowler's Claw, there was a period of time where you would build Prowler's Claw on Renekton. That's all I can think about when you were talking, When you said Reznik, that shit was insane.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, it was so it was gross. so fucking good. Yeah, you built Bork into Prowler's Claw, and you one-shot people, and then maybe you get like an Essence Reaver afterwards if you're going aggro as hell. Otherwise, you start building tank.
1: I just like yeah, that that was gross. <sighs> I just have like a distinct memory of just like it was almost just like a flashback of just like i'm panning my screen top and i just see enemy Renekton with his empowered w just like w's q's and autos
0: and it just kills them And <laughs> i'm like what the fuck is going on up there yeah there could be a world where quinn like lethality quinn if you max e you could But E doesn't do that much damage. You want to max Q as Lethality Quinn. Because her cooldown does go down to 8 at max rank. So at level 9, if you were to max it there, plus some ability haste at like level 11 or so, you could be getting level 12, like two items. You could be getting this proc pretty often, but I don't think so. You should give it a (laughs) whirl. I don't think it's worth it. Yeah. There's just not that much. I mean, as far as other stuff, like umbral glaive feels a little better build because they nerfed it into the ground after the vision nerfs and stopped other champions from building it serpent's fang also like it's help it's helpful but they need more shield breaking items in general in the game or shield reducing items in the game in general not having serpent's fang and shadow flame be the end all be all like that just doesn't work for a game balancing
1: yeah because
0: um, and then dust, the dust blade shit is like whatever because you're getting one proc per team fight generally. You're not yeah. getting two to three procs. Yeah. Like who that's, fucking cares? That's yeah. kind of how
1: I feel. About it. I mean, especially with like the uh, serpents, it just feels like they just there needs to like you're saying there needs to be more shield tre- like shredding shield items. Uh, I guess for different scenarios, but. I don't know, it just feels like it, it just wasn't it, right? Like I feel like, if anything, they should target the shield-breaking portion of the item, not the lethality, because that's not the issue with it. I don't think.
0: Um, 100%.
1: I don't know, I, yeah. It's just like, I don't think changing it from 12 to 15 is going to make it a must-buy. So I just don't. If their objective yeah. is to get this item to be built more, I don't I don't know that this is this is it, but we'll see.
0: Yeah, I think also Umbral Glaive should maybe go up to like fifteen lethality is what I would say, if they wanna buff it and then reduce like the AD itself, make it be more lethality heavy if they want people to build it, or vice versa. Cause I mean they say in the blurb that Pike is the one that they're trying to indirectly buff with it but also you can build it on they they just don't want it where you know Graves built it last time right and yeah. he was one-shotting wards now he can, he has to two-shot wards because of the vision change that they made to it and i think that's enough to keep range champions away from it generally but like i don't build this on jarvan anymore because it just feels like crap I don't build this on hardly anyone anymore because it feels like crap. And I don't think this is enough to really change it, especially because lethality is not a flat stat. It scales with your level. So you're only getting 13 total armor reduction at level 18. You're just not yeah. getting it earlier.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's there's just other... I think the other lethality items are just significantly better, like in general. But,
0: yeah, agreed. But yeah. Um, only other thing that they're changing in this patch and then we'll wrap up here was this: there's a surrender quality of life update. So whoever starts the surrender vote, it doesn't actually say who started the vote anymore. And then after starting a surrender vote, the player that actually initiated the vote will not be able to begin another vote for six minutes. The rest of the team members could start it three minutes from the original vote. So you're, if you propose a surrender vote, you're locked out for double the time of your teammates. Uh, The surrender vote will automatically resolve when a vote can no longer pass and will no longer remain open waiting for players to vote. So if two players vote no, it will just close. It won't stay open waiting for the other three and sit on the side of your screen, which is great. Uh, and then the surrender box text has been updated to reflect the type of surrender vote being called whether it's surrender, AFK, surrender or remake, so it's actually just like explaining to the, it's being, that one is more just clarity on what type of vote it is that seems like a really nice change in general though I kind of liked being able to see who proposed the surrender because then it would tell me yeah. who's tilted
1: Yeah, uh, I think, uh, yeah, like you were saying everything else is just nice, like for example the, um text box showing you like what kind of surrender it was is I think that's actually really nice because I know in at least a few instances in normals like like when I'm just playing with some friends or something they'll like if we have one uh, random teammate they've like been AFK but we didn't even like really realize it because we're kind of just chilling and then we like miss, especially when the surrender like AFK Surrender Vote wasn't as early as it is now. You just miss it, and then you just don't get, like, and it doesn't, it only tells you in that little blurb and, uh, like, where your chat history is, like, in the bottom left. So if you're not really, like, looking for it or paying attention, like, and you miss that window, it's, like, (laughs) it just feels so bad. So just clarity on that is super nice. And then, yeah, I mean, with the, um, Having the surrender like box still be open, like that's just a nice quality of life change for sure.
0: Yep, 100%.
1: But yeah, I guess you can't tell who's tilted now. Yeah. will just have to
0: guess. Nope, like, but chat. you'll probably be able to tell because once you hit no, someone will chat. Like, why don't you <laughs> <your own notes laughs> or something yeah. much more offensive? No, that's, that's true. It'll probably already be typing anyway. Yeah. But... Yeah, they will. For sure. Or be like yeah, running it. It'll be, yeah. of, you'll be able to tell <laughs> in <laughs> other it's ways. it's not obvious
1: at 1st they They'll make it obvious.
0: <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. So, that is it. I didn't see any bug fixes that were big enough to bring up, but ARAM Clash is happening this weekend. I have some friends visiting from out of town, so I can't play, but I'm, I'm, I'm not upset. But I wish I could play in this ARAM Clash, but I can't. Yeah. Fucking missing out on it. So, people, sign up for Aram Clash, because yeah, that shit is. is a lot of fun. Oh. They also made a couple changes to it, so they made it so that everyone has two re-rolls per game, and then scouting time is reduced, because scouting doesn't matter as much in this mode, and then improved matchmaking. So we'll see what that actually means. Yes, we will. But, uh... Yeah. Anything else you want to add about this? Oh, I know this no, went longer the, than we planned the, on Yeah. Uh, let's see.
1: I don't know if... Let's, the one thing that I'm saying that's I think is interesting, I guess, like as a closing thing, is the uh, in the item recommender. When yeah. hovering over a champion, the item is good against. The recommender will now tell you why it is good against them. That's interesting.
0: I really want yeah, to try that. Because it's now. like, when do you ever hover <laughs> yeah, over I an item? In, yeah, a, in I don't. Recommender. I don't think I've like
1: ever done that intentionally. <laughs>
0: I don't even have the item recommender on. I have the thing set to like all items. I don't even go in that left tab yeah, on the top to for out, item recommender. But, I'll know. but hopefully for lower ELO players or people that are less experienced with the game or people that just want in general recommendations about what they should yeah. build, this should be more accurate. So at least it'll tell them why they think it's good, whether or not that ex- that actual explanation is total bullshit remains to be seen.
1: Yeah, true. But yeah, I guess it's nice to just have some so. direction. For, for um, who's wondering about any
0: recommendations well, yeah yep but uh, alright well let's wrap it up here then so um, please join us on uh, Tuesdays at 7.15 Eastern it starts community night and runs for several hours so please join us for those we had a great one last night Um, we had a couple of like 40 and 50-minute games. It was was brutal on the mental, but uh, it was good. Uh, Also, we have a Patreon, so please check that out if you want to support us. Those help keep the lights on, and then we offer different promotions and different benefits at different tiers, so go uh, sign up for those if you want to support us and receive those benefits. Lastly, if you have any feedback for us, please let us know via the feedback thread in our Discord uh, or by emailing us at Uh, questions at trinityforcepodcast.com if you don't know where the link to our discord is it's also on our website at trinityforcepodcast.com or sorry trinityforcenetwork.com sorry so questions at trinityforcenetwork.com and the website is trinityforcenetwork.com with that this has been episode 821 and thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you all next time Thanks for listening to our product and being a member of the Trinity Force Network community. If you have a moment, please head over to iTunes and give your favorite show a comment and a rating. If you're so inclined, you can check out all of the other great shows in the network. We've got a wide variety of content from League of Legends to general gaming and role-playing podcasts. If you'd like to follow us on social media, we can be found in Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit under T-Force Network. We've also got a Patreon under that name, where you can support your favorite shows with a small donation each month. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you continue to enjoy all of our podcasts, videos, and the community that we provide.